Hello guys, what's going on? And welcome to the first episode of the Coaster Pal podcast. Now, if you don't know about Coaster Pal already, we are a small Instagram account uh, that we basically do photography, travel around the country and go to a selection of theme parks and scare events and a bunch of other stuff that we like to do. And we document it all for you guys. There's two admins and two hosts of the Coaster Pal podcast, which is me, Dan, and also my co-host Nathan, who uh, is going to tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. Right, so, as is the first episode, what we thought we'd run through is basically an introduction to what we do, which is obviously what Dan's already done. We're going to talk about what you can expect from these podcast episodes, um, and then we're going to go over what we prefer personally in terms of like coasters, like our top five, how we were introduced to like the theme park community, um, what we've sort of done over the past, and, and then we'll move on to the next segment. Yeah, absolutely. So if you were to ask sort of if someone were to ask you, Nate, what what to expect from the Coast of Power podcast, what sort of things would you would you say to them? Well, obviously, like I've got to mention for the first episode, we're going to go over our coasters that you're, you're going to hear a lot of that over, like what we've done over the years, different parks, uh, upcoming parks that we want to do stuff that's on like sort of a bucket list for us. Um, we do a lot of Halloween events as well. So obviously with Halloween just passing, you're going to hear a lot of that today. That's our main sort of target for what we want to talk yeah. about today and again with that future plans future trips like rather than just going to a park for a couple of days we do like a, a week trip a couple of weeks and um just our general experience on things and yeah yeah absolutely yeah. so um we'll start off the conversation today really by um talking about let's let's start off with something really basic and talk about our top five coasters so we'll start at number five um i'll let you go first what uh, what is your number five uh, coaster. Well, well, before we start, I'd like to point out that Dan has been in this community a lot longer than me, so his list is a lot larger. We have we have a lot of the same coasters, but his is a lot larger. His, we generally agree on coasters, but his may vary. Um, but for me, it's Galactica at Alton Towers. Um, uh, Alton Towers is actually the second sort of major theme park that I went to, and Galactica being the first flying coaster that I went on, obviously, it was. It was different, obviously. It's a different experience from a normal coaster, but it's it's something that sort of sticks with you. I never got to experience it as air with the VR and everything, which is a little bit disappointing. But you still get the you still get the same sense of thrill that you would even with the VR. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think also with Galactica, with you especially. I mean, we like Nathan mentioned Galactica and Alton Towers in general. He he actually only really first experienced it in the past year or so. So, it was um, it was it was a scare fest where we went and we did a few night rides on it. And I think you said to me that like that really stood out over anything else because it, we had quite loads of rides on it that we, trip. Didn't yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, well, any any ride stands out in the night. Any any ride is, it's it's different at night. But Galactica, it is it is the sense it gives you. Obviously, it's a flying coaster. It is literally the sense of flying. Especially around that time of year, with like the cold sort of air and the vibe the park's giving off, that one stands out more more than most, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think I'd agree with you there. I mean, it is a fantastic ride. It is in my top ten. However, it's not quite in my top five. Um, Galactic, like like Nathan said, Galactic is a fantastic ride. Um, a lot of people give it a lot of stick for not being very thrilling, but I would I would I would be inclined to disagree. I mean, you can get some great thrills on Galactica, especially after coming out of the. Um, the fly to lie part where you're on your back and you're you you're just going in like a sort of a very large, sort um, of large sweeping sort of turn. Yeah, big sweeping turn. Yeah, I mean it's great. Um, 
I my number five is actually stealth at Thorpe Park. Um, I've done this coaster a few times, um, and it was always sort of it was always sort of in like the fifteen to twenty mark for me, and um, I I kind of was it, it just sat at that kind of stalemate kind of position. Um, however, in recent years, I've been on it and the rides have been fantastic. I mean, we did it at Fright Nights a couple of weeks ago and we managed to somehow get a front row ride on it. And yeah, it was it was ridiculous. I it mean, change, it's, change, it's changed it a lot. Yeah. Well, it's, the front ride does change it a lot. It's gone up in my rankings massively. I mean, the, the force that you get from the launch, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the fastest, not the fastest, but the biggest acceleration in Europe. Uh, 1.9 seconds 0 to 80 which is um you know that's ridiculous um and the fact that it's not just that launch and it's not like Rita where you sort of go around these turns it's just you just launch up and it is it, it's just a ridiculous experience and you do get a bit of airtime on the top as well which is also one of the reasons why I really enjoy stealth especially if you're near the back um but yeah uh what, what's your number four Nath? Number four is actually from Oakwood in Wales, which I've personally only been to once. It was this year. It was four or five months ago, was it that long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did it twice while we were there. And the first one, um, it, was, it was a very good ride. I think, were we front row or near the front? We were like second or third, yeah. I think. Which is good. Like, it, it's a very good ride. But we went back to do it later in the day and we uh, we asked for a back row. And the staff, the staff there, they were very... Very generous. Enthusiastic. Yeah, enthusiastic. You get to the end of the day, they're all sort of a bit knackered, so they're trying to have a good laugh. And uh, they let us wait for the next train to get on the back row. And both of us, we purposely asked. We asked for a lot more room with the restraint. And they, they were fine with it. They, they left us a bit of room. And that really sort of... That really added to it with the amount of airtime you get, especially on that first drop. I mean, I know Dan was personally just flying out of his seat. <laughs> we were both sort of a bit out of it. And then all through it, we... I was winded multiple times, which it, it sounds like a bad thing, but it's not. It really, the amount of airtime you get on there, especially being a back row, it really adds to it. And that, I think that, that second ride is what brought it into the top five. Because initially it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, funnily enough, that's also my number four, uh, Megaphobia at Oakwood. Um, I first went to Megaphobia last season, so 2020. Um, I was fortunate enough to go. I mean, I've been wanting to go for a few years, but... Um, I just never had the chance. It's a bit out of the way, but we thought, yeah, we'll go, we'll go. And after doing Oakwood, Oakwood, I, I thought Megaphobia was a solid coaster, um, not top five worthy, but I did, I did really enjoy it. And then for the second time that we went, which was this summer, just gone, like Nathan said, we had a ridiculous amount of space in between us and the restraints, and that just caused an insane amount of airtime and hang time off the drops. And yeah, I mean, I, um, I was stupid enough to like loosen my seatbelt so much that I basically just was sat on a bench going on down like a sort of nearly 100 foot drop on Megaphobia. So yeah, I did kind of flop out of my seat on the first drop, but that's one of the many reasons why it's up there in my top five. It was just one of those rides that was just so crazy and off the beaten track. It just didn't feel natural, but I think that's why I loved it so much. Um, but moving on, we'll go to number three now. Uh, number three for me comes from Thorpe Park and it saw the ride. Um, um, Thorpe Park was my first first sort of major theme park. Did we do Saw the Ride that day? The first time we went? Yeah. Or was it closed? 
No, I'm pretty sure we did it because it was it had it we it was really really hot that day. It was it was in the very end of August. Yeah. And it was absolutely scorching, and we went we went on um we waited and we were all in the outdoor queue because of COVID. They didn't let us into the indoor queue. Yeah, so we that's were, yeah, yeah yeah I remember that now yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, it's a run I've only done like five times, and I haven't told Dan this, but initially I was a bit intimidated. But I saw the ride, I was a bit nervous to go on it. But again, this is when I was just getting into the theme parks. So, I mean, anyone would probably be the same getting into theme parks. But the ride itself, you don't actually, from outside, you can't really see much of it. So you don't really know what to expect. And especially the indoor bit until you go on it, you have no idea what's coming. And the indoor bit is one of the best sections of the ride itself. Yeah, hands down. E- easily one of the best sections. The vertical lift, obviously, I'm, I'm not a fan of vertical lift hills. I can, I can say that, I'm not. Uh... But that that one, I don't find it too bad. It's it's, it's a fairly speedy one. That one compared to like other ones, like speed as well is very slow. Speed one. is so a very slow others, lift, though, yeah. Compared to others, it's very good. But as soon as you're over that first drop into that half loop, it's it's just an incredible experience. And then you get around the back, uh, the very the very sharp, very short brake run before you go into that drop. But that is it's a bit of a killer. But it, it again, it's just one of the best segments of the ride. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with you there. I mean, Saw, again, is up there. It's in my top 10, not my top 5. Um, but you're completely right. I mean, the indoor section is fantastic. The The first drop inside there is amazing. Um, the incredibly slow inversion over the theming piece is really, really good. Um, my personal favourite part of that ride is either the airtime hill um, before the uh, mid-course brake run, or the funny enough, the mid-course brake run, as you come off of that, um, you get absolutely flung is, out of your seat. It's quite a shot. But um, job, yeah. but yeah, no, Saw is definitely up there. It's a really fantastic ride, and I'm a big fan of Gerslauer coasters as it is. So yeah, Saw is really, really good. Um, my number three space actually goes to Nemesis, which is the coaster that I've ridden more than any other coaster out there. Um, it, it's just you know, it's it's what is it now? It's 1994, so it's 27 years old. 28 in March, and um, it is just such a fantastic coaster. I mean. It doesn't ever seem to be letting up. Um, obviously, it has gotten a bit rough over the years, but I think the roughness adds to it. I mean, it's the, it's easily hands down the most intense coaster in the UK, and and you know I, I frequently go with Nathan and I I go with my girlfriend and she tells me about how she grays out on it and things like that, and it's 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 a really intense experience for Nemesis, especially the uh, downwards helix as you drop into the valley and then swoop up into a zero G roll. It's just a ridiculous amount of force that gets pushed onto you. So, um, yeah, Nemesis is great. Uh, some really, really good inversions. It doesn't matter whether you're at the front or the back, it's always going to be a really good ride. And it's got a special place in my heart because it was my first uh, thrill coaster at Alton Towers, which is a really big sort of thing for me after going for so many years. Um, number two. Yeah, the top two spots, I think we actually agree on, don't we? I, we have, I believe so, we yeah, so we can talk about it. So, uh, number two is Smiler. It was bound to show up. Again at Alton Towers. I think this is the first one I did at Alton Towers actually. Yeah. Because I remember the first time we went on, you just dragged me over there. So yeah. Get in the queue, get it over with. And I can and remember back to that. I mean, he was, he was reluctant. We getting Nathan onto the sort of theme park trip kind of thing was was quite a difficult thing for me. I mean, I've been going since I was sort of eleven or twelve years old, and I've visited Alton Towers since I was sort of five or six years old, and um, I've been obsessed with theme parks for a very long time. And uh, he's been my friend for a very long time. And I've said to him, come on, you've got to come to theme parks. Do it, do it, do it. And for many, many, many years, he just wasn't against the idea. But we managed to, one August in 2020, get him to Drayton Manor. 
Um, he did all of it, Apocalypse, Maelstrom, everything, and um, which was amazing. Uh, and then we took a step up to Thorpe Park, and then the tripping that the trip that we're talking about at hand when we went to Alton Towers for the first time together. I just thought, throw him in at the deep end, chuck him on the smiler, and you should have seen his reaction after he came off. It was fantastic. And again, similar with Thorpe, I was I was intimidated by. It. I mean, when you, when you go and look at it, it's it's, it's it, an intimidating ride. It just looks like a knot. To it me, is. It's just like like a knot of track just there. But again, it is it is one of the best that I've been on. Fourteen inversions, obviously, world record. Um, one of all times many record breaking coasters, and you can't really fault it. There's wait, well, there's that uh, inversion at the end. Yeah, I mean, a bit, it's a bit choppy at the end. The last couple the of back, inversions but, definitely are a bit of a head head yeah, banger. Yeah, you want to try getting near the front on the smiler, but <laughs> it doesn't take it doesn't take away from the ride. Like it, it really doesn't. Not at all. Yeah, overall, it's just. It's just such a good experience on that ride. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I love the smile. I was fortunate enough to be there on the opening day um, back in 2013. And um, I was actually on a family holiday sort of thing with my uh, with my mum, my dad and my sister. And um, there were rumours floating around that the Smiler was going to be opening either that day or the day after. Um so we were staying at the Alton Towers Hotel and me and my dad literally scrammed our breakfast in about five minutes and we ran down to the entrance. Now, obviously, this was very early in the morning. The monorail wasn't open and I was only 12. So, you know, it's quite a long way to go. But we, we sort of jogged down there. We waited at the gates for about 30 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe even more. I can't really remember. And then we were right at the front. They let us in and we sprinted down to the Smiler and it didn't open until the afternoon. So we waited for hours. But I was actually on the second public train, which is my kind of flex. But um, unfortunately, just missed out on that first public train. But yeah, I remember the feeling of sort of looking at all of the um, the the hype around it. And obviously with the um, with the Sanctuary scare maze coming out the year before as a teaser, um and everything that was sort of coming out with it, like the rumours of there being a uh, like a sort of like a washing machine effect in, in before the first lift hill, which obviously never came to fruition, but as a twelve year old boy, obviously rumours got into my head and I started to think that I'd be going upside down much more than fourteen times. <laughs> and by the looks of it, it looked again, I I know I say it a lot, but it looked ridiculous. It was insane. Um so yeah, really good memories from the Smiler. It was my number one coaster for seven years um and nothing got close to it um until the first place uh yeah blackpool pleasure beach exactly so in when did we go for the first time it was well, it was it was may 2021 this year yeah it was this year it was when we did the trip yeah yeah so in may 2021 me and nathan decided to go on a week-long trip using our annual passes and doing a load of stuff uh that you can all see on our instagram uh at coaster pal uh we we started off in our hometown of Gloucester. Uh we set off bright and early and went to Warwick Castle. Um after Warwick Castle we decided to go do Sea Life Birmingham and we uh then called it a night. Day two and three we spent the day at our uh pretty much home park now, Holton Towers. And then for the final uh, for the final couple of days we uh, went up to Blackpool, did the Merlin attractions, and then the final day was where we experienced our new number one coaster, which was, of course, Icon. Um, what are your thoughts on Icon? It's, it's, a, it's, a whole, it's a whole new level. When you think of, like, UK theme parks, like, it, you can't deny it. It's nothing too flashy, especially when you look at, like, 
what's abroad, what's in other countries. There's nothing too special. But comparing it to the rest of our list, it is a whole new experience, obviously. Two launches. Like, uh, there's only one inversion, surprisingly. Like you, It sort of shows you don't need a whole load of inversions to make it a good coaster. Absolutely. You, you, really, you really don't. A lot of it is just in the layout, the restraints, obviously being only lap bars, you get a lot more air time, a lot more hang time on that inversion than you would with over the shoulders. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my particular favourite part of that is after you come out the second launch and you go up into that, um, into that half loop, whatever it is, it, this, it's the speed of it is what I find perfect. The speed is just so perfect. You're slowly going over it. And because of the restraints, you're like, you're sort of hanging out to your right you see everything around you, all the other coasters are intertwining. <coughs> no, I, I, it's just, it's just... I completely agree with you. I mean, I, me and Nathan, I've been waiting for Icon since it since was... Since three years. Three years three ago. Years, yeah. And um, I've been, I watched the construction updates. I was like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. Obviously, I'd seen Helix and Blue Fire. I'd wanted to do a Mac Mega Coaster for a very long time. Since 2010, 2011, I've wanted to do that model of coaster. So to see it come to the UK was such a massive thing for me. But Blackpool's like a four-hour drive away. So we, I, I just never managed to do it. So we were queuing up at the front gates in this trip. And obviously Nathan was excited. I was excited. And we, we ran down to Icon and we got first train of the day front row. And... Um, it was just it, you couldn't write it like the the start the theme the part of the theme song that was playing as we were walking down the queue was the really bassy kind of drum beat that is my favorite part of the uh is is my favorite part of the queue music and um everything was just all adding up so perfectly and then we got sat in those extremely comfy max seats we launched off a very glossy smooth launch not intense at all um it in, in to be honest with you icon doesn't feel intense icon's like riding along a sort of plane of glass it's just so smooth and everything about it is so nice um but yeah going up into that first um uh airtime hill like a top hat element and i remember just sort of falling out of my seat as we dropped back down um the the twisty elements as you sort of as the track sort of intertwine intertwines with uh steeplechase um going through the immelman and almost feeling as though i was going to fall out my seat uh, the airtime hill and you just get absolutely ejected it's it's insane everything about icon is perfect and um i i absolutely loved it um and the, the first thing you said to me when we brought back into the station you just looked at me and said new number one yeah yeah there's not no doubt at all not just, a doubt in my mind like i just looked at him i said new number one we, we had that same look and i'll be honest with you it's the first coaster that i've ever been on where i have shouted and screamed and enjoyed myself so much that in at the break run i i i'm losing my voice it was absolutely incredible i was lost for words icon is definitely a number one coaster and the real question is is it going to be topped by enzo next year the spinning uh, version yes, of icon update, yeah it's going to be insane i i i'm putting out there i reckon i reckon it will be obviously we'll be, we'll be ranking it differently like it won't it won't just change i think It'll with be a new coaster yeah i mean with with enzo um it's it's hard to say because part of me is thinking with the spinning track train sorry are you going to get the same sort of ejector floaty airtime that you get if you were just linear facing forwards however there is that yeah imagine going into that immelman like slow immelman backwards or on your side it was just it's going to be mental yeah it it will change it a lot but um but yeah so 
that that is that kind of wraps up oh my god just about 20 minutes the first segment <laughs> of the podcast we were aiming it to be about 10 minutes but we got kind of ahead of ourselves um so the next segment we're gonna sort of be discussing um halloween, ha- halloween the my favorite time of year um and we did this year good god we did a lot didn't we, we, we did a lot this year how many like 20 something 30 something mazes this year it was it was a lot i i will i will have a quick look and we will get back to you we'll play a little interlude and we'll go into the second part Okay, so Halloween. Um, what a fantastic time of year that was. It was. It was a very good one. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, us at Coast Park, I mean, we absolutely love Halloween. It's definitely, like, our favourite time of year. Um, something about, like, that atmosphere that just looms over all of the parks and the events. It's just, it's just amazing. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the events that we went to first and yeah. we'll dive into the sort of individual mazes afterwards. So the first... Mm-hmm event that we did uh was up in melton mowbray we did it for the first time last year and we actually did it twice last year we did, yeah, yeah um and that is of course the fantastic extreme screen park at twin lakes it, it was a good year this year it, it was um obviously returning mazes you have the village pie factory hoodoo voodoo uh belvoir manors uh the penitentiary and then we also had a new maze ashes to earth which obviously we'll, we'll talk about the mazes in depth uh shortly but Ashes to Earth was a bit of a letdown. I think we can agree on that. It, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't all that compared to the others. But obviously, with all the other maze between, they didn't axe one to make way for the newest. We all had all the same ones, so it's still it's still sort of made up for itself. Yeah, I mean, if they the if they had sort of replaced like I don't know Belvoir or like who did it, it would have taken the whole event down a bit. Yeah. But obviously, all the old mazes were back. Some of them performed better than last year. Some of them went down a bit. But obviously, you you'll get that with with Eddie any scarabin yeah i mean it's always going to fluctuate it's not going to be the same every single year um the second event that we did was actually our local one in gloucester that i did a little bit of work with this year um i really enjoyed working with them although i didn't do a massive amount of help with the uh, final final scene of the hayride you need to check it out i mean they're they're getting bigger and better moving places next year so it's going to be a really sort of big improvement on the event and they are getting bigger and that's of course frightmare um at over farm they're a really great team of guys and they make a really good event um the the mazes that they've had have been there for a really long time but none of them seem really old um i think the best person if you're going to speak to anyone about it will be nathan because it was his first time it, it this was year. yeah it was um, my first one that uh this year um I, i'll be honest my expectations weren't as high as they were for any other sort of a uh, scare event obviously being like it doesn't have as much I don't know. I don't know what the word is. It's like it, as much credit as it as it deserves, if that makes sense. Publi- it doesn't have a high publicity. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's in Gloucester. It's it's run. It's it's run by. Is it the same people that run Extreme Scream? Yeah. So it's run by the same people. No, Tullys. Tullys. It's run by the same people that run Tullys, who obviously did a, did a great job. But we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, over farm. Like you, you don't expect much walking into it. Like you really don't. But it it really exceeded my expectations one maze cracked my top five quite easily i think i think a couple did actually but until we did the rest of the events yeah that sort of took over but one of them still does remain in top five that's seance they they are some incredible mazes and obviously like dan said he did the finale of the hayride which was which is very good and it was a bit of a poetic mood in there where two of the actors in there just ruined him they absolutely violated him he 
it was it was just brilliant to watch. It yeah. was overseen. Thank you to Kevin and yeah, and, <laughs> and um, Wayne. You did you did a great job, guys. They, you, they, they've really got him in that bit. They've really got him. Shut me up, big uh, time. <laughs> yeah, as a whole, the the event really did perform very well. Really beyond what I expected. So it, it will definitely be on the list for next year. And obviously, as Dan said, it will be moving on to like a, a new location. Maybe more mazes. We don't know yet. Potentially, yeah. We'll have to see what they've got in store for next it's year. It's exciting. It's exciting times, especially for the sort of southwest slash Gloucester scare yeah. scene. It's really, really big. and It's, it's so good to see they're getting bigger as well. Like, it's something it to be proud of as well, because obviously you get a lot of people. Like, and I have so many friends in the theme park and scare event community that have never even heard of Frightmare. And the fact that they're now branching out. And I've seen comments from friends saying, you've got to go to Frightmare and this and the other. It's... It's really nice because I, I remember growing up and going to Frightmare when it was just the hayride. And, um, Be, being, being local as well, it's, it's, it's a good opportunity to see how they grow. Absolutely. And like, you can easily just reflect, reflect back on what they used to be. Yeah. And look at it in a few years' time, it could be a whole different event. Too right, too right. Um, but moving on, the third event that we did was our beloved Alton Towers with Scarefest. Scarefest. And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it was another good year. Um, I must admit, uh, it it didn't it didn't live up to previous years for me, but that may have been because of the amount of mazes that I have done prior to it. Um, I think a lot of I think you're going to be a lot more scared of a maze if you've only been through a couple in one year rather than going through loads because you kind of build yourself up and then you kind of that that initial worry and fear kind of subsides and you start to appreciate the mazes for their sort of production quality and things like that. Um, but one thing you can't beat at Alton Towers is the atmosphere around yeah. the Scarefest. You, you can't be here. You've got all the decorations up. Obviously, the Alton Ancestors doing all their performances. You've got the stage set up with all the different shows going on throughout the day. And, I mean, it's something to keep in mind as well. Like, this, that stage that's new for this year, the amount of events that Alton Towers have put on, obviously, the introduction of Mardi Gras and the, the summer event, uh, Oktoberfest in its second year, and now, obviously, Scarefest did utilising the huge stage on the lawns. The um the the uh, entertainment at Alton Towers is second to none at the moment. They, uh, they've really stepped it up. It's something that they've been lacking for a long time, and they're kind of picking it up again and doing something with it, which is great. So yeah, you're right. Uh, the atmosphere at Scarefest is always there, yeah, you can't um, beat it. and it is a really really good event. Uh, in terms of the mazes, I mean, like like Nathan said, we'll go through the individual mazes in a little bit, but yeah, I mean, they were solid. They weren't. None of them were bad. Um, the only one that kind of went a bit ori for us was uh was altonville mine tools but that wasn't due to the maze as such it was more just to do with the batching Batching is a big issue um but yeah uh scarefest was fantastic as always um after scarefest we did uh thought park fright nights which was a new one for us yeah it's a new one for both of us and it was it was great i mean it was it was good it was everything that i thought it would be however we had to leave before it got dark and i feel like a lot of the atmosphere and a lot of the scares would have been amped up had it been in dark uh but we were doing two events that day uh one of which being tully's shocktoberfest and um obviously home to a lot of mazes yeah we had to make sure we got through them yeah and that did not disappoint i mean tully's it was ridiculous if you've never been to tully's let me give you a little bit of a rundown it is huge i mean it is ridiculous i've never seen i was expecting something around the size of extreme screen park maybe a little bit bigger but Good God, it was giant. We we were shocked for like what the first half an hour. We just we couldn't stop going on about how how shocked we were at the scale of it. It's just ridiculously big. It's it's one of those events that it, it looks like the whole thing with all of the food trucks and the 
the the the fun fair rides and the um the the photo booths and the shops and and the 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 theming and obviously the 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 flaming tractor and things like that it looked like a music festival it did, it did. like when we talk about the size of it we're not talking about how far it, how far wide it is or how far long it is it is everything they managed to pack in as well yeah like you said the fairground ride uh, the ghost train which got us oh yeah we it, did it, that. it did really get us that ghost train we weren't ready for it uh, we won't <laughs> we won't spoil anything just in case anyone was uh, planning on doing that next year but uh, like you said all the all the food stalls hundreds of them all the photo booths, everything, all the shops, the stores, just everything. They've packed so much in to make it, I think, personally, the best Halloween event this year, I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree, but I agree. We were very, especially being the first time, we were very, very shocked. Absolutely. So uh, let's let's have a look at the, the mazes that we did then. So obviously, first off, we went to Extreme Screen Park up in Mountain Mowbray. We had a nice day at Alton Towers beforehand. Really set the mood for the day after did, seeing, yeah, um, after seeing you know, Toxic Junkyard being constructed yeah, and things up, like yeah. that. Um, and we were driving along and Halloween had begun and the nerves had set, set in, excuse me. And yeah, we, we were nervous uh, for Extreme Scream. Uh, very, very nervous. Now, I had been told that touching was allowed. Uh, we didn't really get a massive amount of that. No, we didn't. I think the, the main reason we were so nervous, because obviously last year when we did it for the first time, it was around COVID, touching, they, they weren't allowed to. So obviously they'd had to sort of, they've had to sort of the, uh, dull it down a bit. Yeah. COVID restrictions. So this year we, we were a bit more nervous. Like, oh, we don't know what to expect. It, it was like doing it for the first time again. Yeah. But um, yeah, we were a little bit let down with the lack of contact. Like they they do miss a lot of opportunities. It was, I think a lot of it was the grabbing of the leg and yeah. then just sort of letting go. I know in Hoodoo Voodoo, the hooded maze, uh, my, uh, an actor did grab my head quite a lot, grab my face. Uh, you didn't get any of that, did you? Not a huge amount. I got the odd sort of pinch at my leg and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, it, it was but... it was very minimal contact. I think you say very minimal. Yeah. Um. So when we got there, obviously, as per usual, we bump into a few uh, roaming actors, which were great. Um, I had a bride call me by Phil, 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 Phil or something like. I think she had a runaway husband or something like that, and apparently I looked like him. Um, but uh, we first went into the first maze we went into was the fantastic pie factory, and um, it just felt so much more intense and it, it dark. Out, it and, outperformed itself last. Yeah, it like twenty twenty was yeah. good, but twenty twenty one was fantastic. Like it, it's essentially just like how do I put it? It's like the same scares were there, however it just felt so long and like the atmosphere was insane and like the, the smell pods were like on a whole new yeah, level. The, like the one room was... You went into that horrific. sort of like freezer room and it it just stank of like rotting flesh if you can imagine such a thing. Like it was, it was good and we got some really good jump scares. The theming was amazing. So yeah, we really yeah, enjoyed that. that. One did a lot better than last year. And to put that into, um, into perspective, that is... I don't know about yours, but it's 17th on my list. I'll, I'll have a quick look. To put that into perspective, what we've done this year, that's number 17, and that was one of the best mazes we did through the year. Well, easily. my all-time my all-time maze uh, rankings, I have 43 mazes on there, and the Pie Factory sits at 11th. So if that's any sort of... That's all-time as well. So... 11 out of 43, I mean, that's... It's, 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 it's the, high up, it is it's it's very it high up. Just yeah. about the top quarter. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
I, I, like I said, Pie Factory was amazing. We we got some really good scares in there. Um, I felt a lot more. I felt a lot more at risk because we were kind of we didn't we, the batching was perfect. The ba- we, yeah, the batching was very good. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see any other group. We just went through, did it on our own. We got jumped at. We got screamed at. We got every every sort of thing you can imagine, which was great. Um, and then we entered Belvoir Manors. Um, and la- like I said, last year we visited twice. It was an interesting one last year, Belvoir Manors. We went in the first time, and it was a bit of a letdown. It was. It was. It was, it was the worst of the bunch. Yeah. Last, last year, for the first time, but. Um, but then we went in again. The and second it was, time, it was. It had us all on the floor. It was. It was terrifying. Literally, we we were on the floor. <laughs> I think that that means it, it can come down to the actors. It can come down to batching. Yeah. Like you just never know what you're gonna get. That's I think that's one of the beauties of scare maze is like you can go in once and it's good. You can go in another time. It could be even better. Yeah, but I think I think is when you look at it like that way, you got to, you've also got to take into account that the batching. That's not necessarily to do with the maze as much as it is to do with the people batching it, the staffing and things like that. Now, I can't blame individual staff members because at the end of the day, they're just doing their job. But if you take your best run through of a maze and say that that is what the maze is. is, That's how it should be. Belvoir Manors is fantastic. Like Belvoir Manors is amazing. The theme is ridiculously gross i mean it's an old people's home but they steal young bodies and patch themselves up to be young again like that's just a that's just a morbid kind of thing isn't it yeah and i was i was unlucky and i never got to do stilton hall which was the um sort of predecessor to belvoir manners but a lot of people have said that it's very similar just not as long and i can only go off what i've dealt with and belvoir manners excellent maze really really good i am you know i i know a couple of people um who have worked on it um i don't know him personally but archie who did the um the soundtrack for it for the gym scene and things like that he again amazing every little sort of component to belvoir manners is very very good um in comparison to the maze that we just spoke about pie factory i i don't think it's as good in my opinion Oh, no, I'd, I'd agree with you, I'd agree with you. But I would still say it's a top-class maze. It is, it is one of the best, yeah. Um, and the next one we did was... The Village. Yes, The Village. Do you care to... Uh... I... I... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nowhere near as good as it was last year. Nowhere near it. It's actually third from last on my list. Whereas last year, I think it was probably near in the top spot. Yeah. It is... It, Took a very steep incline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think L- lack of actors was a big one. Huge one. There was barely any lack of actors. Um, and the missed opportunity in the in the church, with the scarecrows. Yeah. Whole rows of scarecrows sat down. Uh, a couple of walking ones, obviously actors. The huge opportunity they missed. Some of the scarecrows sitting down, replaced them with actors. Obviously, you got like flashing lights in there, like. I just don't, I don't know how they missed it or if they knew it was there and they just didn't want to they just didn't put the effort in yeah that, that would have easily taken it up just that scene alone that scene that like you said that scene is harrowing I mean you walk in and the the thunder and like the lightning and it it feels like you're in a church on a stormy night it it, it really does like 
the theming and the atmosphere is great, but it's just lacking scares. And not to mention also the fact that after you walk through the church scene and you go through the pews and everything, you go into the back room of the church and you expect something dark and horrible to happen there, but nothing happens. Like you just walk through and you walk out. And I think the village has so much potential. It does, yeah. It, it's the, it, let's take the scares away. Let's take the batching away. Let, let's just purely look at the layout, the theming, the lighting, the sound, everything like that. It has the opportunity to be one of the best mazes in the country, but it just isn't because they really lack on the scares. The scares aren't there. The scares are mediocre. It's like a mediocre scare level in a world-class environment. Yeah, I don't think you could have put it any better, to be honest. Yeah, and that, that's how I see the village now. If you'd asked me last year, what do I think of the village... I would have said world-class means, hands down. But after this year, it just lacked. It did. Yeah. And, and that's, by the way, I don't want any of you listening to think that that's me saying it's a bad maze, because it's not. I've done some mazes this year that have made the village look like a masterpiece. But compared to last year and previous years, the village has not lived up to its potential. Exactly, but like you said, like every year they're going to be different. Every year, no matter what means you do. So yeah. we're hoping it was just sort of like a an off year for the village, and if we go back next year it, again, it could be it could even exceed last year. Like, yeah, and, you, you just never know with them. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that I think that's fair enough. I mean, it was it was it was awkward as well because we were kind of walking through at what I would consider a reasonable pace. But the group in front of us were going at like snail speed, like genuinely walking like very, very slowly. And I was thinking, when we get into that church scene, it is just going to be us and them. But it wasn't. There was like a group of like, there was like one or two groups just cooped up in the church scene. And there was like a conga line of like 20 of us, Um, which, yeah, again, like I said, brought it down a little bit. But enough of that negativity, because after that, we ventured inside the brilliant hoodoo voodoo. And as a rule of thumb, I'm not a massive fan of hooded mazes. I've done three. However, this one is like the biggest exception in the world. Like I, yeah. I love hoodoo. It is a very good. It is one of my favorite mazes. I've only done two hooded mazes, but th- this one is the best out of the two. Um, it's, it's just it's just a whole new environment. Obviously, you, you you can't see anything, but you can hear everything. You can feel everything going on around you. It it's really it puts you on edge. It really does put you on edge. And as I mentioned before, like I had a lot of contact in that one. Obviously, Dan missed out, unfortunately. But it it sort it splits the maze into two. Obviously, you got the first hooded section, then you got the rest of it. It it's it's hard to, it's hard to describe how you feel going through with the hood on. Yeah. But essentially, you are just you're on edge the whole time because you never know when something's going to come for you. Yeah. You you don't know what's going on around you. You don't know where anyone is. You, f- you feel like you're sort of alone as well because you, yeah. you have a guide rope to hang on to, but... You're not, you can't, because oh, you can't see anyone bef- in, f- in front or behind you. You do you're feel like you're isolated in, a bit. You feel like the darkness that you can see and the knowledge of that the actors are there, you're in like your own little bubble. Exactly, yeah. And that's great. I mean, I see the hooded section of Hoodoo Voodoo as kind of like a game. Like, I love it. Like, it's so fun. Like, the... the, the, the plushy floors and oh yeah the changes in the floor and everything yeah the, the grass sort of 
the level of the floor you're on, like the yeah. hills you got to go up, you got to go down, the sharp corners and everything. And the thing is, because you're blindfolded, I can never remember what it's like. I'm always like surprised and stuff. Where, but that's not it. That you can compare. Let's compare a, a hooded maze that is currently in the UK that's operating in Helements. Helements has like one scene after the hooded section. Yeah. Hoodoo is half hooded, half non hooded, and Hoodoo has some incredibly good effects. Like the you, theming of Hoodoo is very good as well. Yeah, like it's, it's on another level. When you walk through the house of um Voodoo, like the Voodoo house, and you've got like those sort of Congo kind of like the like the drums playing, like this like the steel drums and things like that, and and you walk through and there's like a like a sort of bassy kind of beat and you're walking through this wooden shack and then you go out into the outdoor section hoodoo is fantastic hoodoo transports you to you know like another world like hoodoo's fantastic you, you you've got your eyes closed um and you've got the hood on and everything's dark and then boom you're in this world it's almost like you're transported from extreme screen to this world of voodoo so yeah i give i love hoodoo i give hoodoo like a solid like eight out of ten it is up there yeah um, and then we did Ash Hell. Yeah, um, <laughs> a bit, it's, I've always said about it, it's a very intimidating, very intimidating environment in there. Yeah. It does lack actors and opportunities yeah. that they've missed, especially when you're going through the cells. I mean, we walked through one of the cells and the actor stood in the corner, didn't say anything, didn't, didn't move at anything, all, just, just sort of stared you down and it's... You sort of, I was sort of like walking through thinking like you could be doing so much more, yeah, than what you're doing right now. But again, the environment in there, the constant strobe lighting, the metal music, it's, it's very intimidating. In there. It's like, it's it's throwing a lot at your hearing, your sight, your your senses are just on a complete overload. And the thing is, with with Ash Hell, you're completely right. It is lacking in actors. However, it's still my favourite maze at Extreme Screen. Yeah. Simply because, I one, I get the most nervous for it. Two, the strobes and the lighting and the sort of horrible... Do you know what I mean when I say it has like a... How do I put it? It has like a... An evil kind of dark aura to it like you go yeah. through and it feels dirty and it feels like oh god this is horrible yeah and that's and it makes me really on edge and although there's a lack of actors i always come out of ash how going oh like it that. is that sort of feeling you get like what have i just been through why yeah. did i do it yeah and but, that is still a top 10 base for me and that's what that's what keeps it up there obviously like dan said the best one we did it extreme scream yeah. yeah definitely a top 10 maze for me but there there is still more potential there for actors there is a lot more. Yeah, I think the thing is with Extreme Screen Park as a whole, obviously, it's it's an amazing event. Really, really top-class event. However, I think all of the mazes could be some of the best in the country if they lived up to their potential. They, they, it just, they, they need a bit, bit more effort put into them. Yeah, they have the infrastructure. The thing is, the actual maze of the village and the actual maze of Ash Hell and the actual maze of... of well, I would say Pie Factory, but we had a pretty good run through on that we did yeah but village pie factory hoodoo like they're all amazing 
in terms of the infrastructure. However, if you just added a few more actors and you told those actors to go mental instead of just standing there, I think it would... I think they would go from, like, a, an 8 to a 10, easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that brings us on to the final maze of Extreme Screen Park. The wonderful, the fantastic, the spectacular marvel that is Ashes to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously the new one this year, um, which we were... Excited for. We were excited for We were a bit it. nervous for it as well because we didn't know what to expect, obviously. And to be quite frank, it, it was a very, very big letdown. Second second to last <laughs> on my list. Yes, the, we did one this year that was worse, but we'll get to that. But when I, when I say 90%, 80 90% of it was just fields, yeah. no actors, believe it because there were so few scenes, yeah. so few actors. The Chainsaw finale was... It was the best bit, but even that didn't really do much. Can I tell you the funniest part about all of this? The funniest part about going through um, Ashes to Earth. I remember Pie Factory, The Village, Ashhaw Penitentiary, Hoodoo. I remember all of them so well, how our run-throughs were. And I remember Ashes to Earth as well. But there's only two actors that I can remember in that maze. The chainsaw at the end who didn't even come up to us. He didn't do anything, no. And the one in the moving caravan. Yeah. And something tells me that the one in the moving caravan I only remember because it was in a moving caravan. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, there can't be more than ten actors in it throughout the whole way. No. Can't be. Yeah, it was a very... I, I would say less than that. Very, very half-assed effort attempt at a maze. Yeah, it was not good. I mean, it was... We went into it expecting so much and it was... I'll give you a bit of a rundown. It was Cornfield... Uh, Scene with potentially an actor in, a cornfield with no actors in, then this awesome moving um, RV caravan style thing that literally moved whilst you were in it. That was my favourite part of the whole maze. Um, not because it was scary, just because it was cool. <laughs> um, then very, very long cornfield with no actors in. And then this scene where you went in with loads of bottles hanging down, but there were no actors in there. And then cornfield... And then there was like a pig section, and I think there was an actor in there. And then you had the uh, chainsaw guy, who, quite frankly, did he even acknowledge us? Or? I I don't think he did. Um, <laughs> I think he was sort of picking and choosing who he wanted to go for, and we were just not on that list. Yeah. So. So bit of a letdown that one. There was not. I don't think there was a single part in that maze where I even jumped. No, it was. It wasn't scary. It wasn't scary at all. No, but then we'll move on from that garbage and we will talk about the best attraction at extreme screen park yes the, the <laughs> new scare zone the unfair fun fair wow now, the, this is the first thing obviously it's a new thing uh this is the first thing we do when we got there we're like we'll, we'll go check it out and see what it's like uh, we, we, we must be the first people in there yeah we, we would have we, yeah we were because we got there and the actors were having a chat they were having about... a nice little chat outside but the, the minute they saw us they just snapped into character instantly yeah and it was so good it was but it was um, a bit sort of a big structure with like curtains through it and everything. You could walk around freely, do whatever you want in there. And the actors would always come out and they'd have their like horns and everything and they just scream in your face. And it is, we, we must have done it, what? Six, six times. seven, eight times. Loads of times we just went in there. It was, it was brilliant. And the actors, 
the best part is the actors they were loving it they were just they having were the time of the their best lives time like, is. and I think that's that's what that's what makes it good because if they're enjoying themselves Sorry about <laughs> they're enjoying themselves they're putting a lot more effort into it yeah and you could tell they were having a laugh like they like there were the, the the beauty of that really is it wasn't scary no it wasn't it was just it was a good laugh it, it was, was just it was so funny fun, yeah. and jumpy. There were a few moments where I kind of like jumped out of my skin because this clown would just come through beeping his horn. But ultimately, it wasn't scary. It was just a, a it was just good fun. And one of the, my favourite parts about it was the fact that because everyone going through the, the curtain section knew that there were clowns in there, every time someone opened a curtain and they saw you, just a normal person walking through, they'd just scream. Yeah, the guests would just easily <laughs> scare each other. And uh, I think I think my favourite memory from that is um, obviously because we went in there so many times, the the, cl- the clowns started to started to get to know us. Um, the one of the actors, he was so much fun. He just he just broke down in laughter every time he saw us. Like he couldn't, he he just, he just didn't have the strength to actually provide any sort of scare. He just found it hilarious, and he he just really adds to it. When the actors are having a good time, they just put more effort into it. And you have a better time this site. Yeah. I, I honestly hope that does return next year. I don't see why it wouldn't. I think yeah. it's quite popular. Extreme Screen Park, or if anyone who is in any way connected to Extreme Screen Park, get rid of Ashes to Earth, keep Unfair Funfair. That, honestly, that, yeah. Those are the two things that I need from you that's guys. What, that's all you need, yeah. Maybe put in a new maze where Ashes to Earth is. Just please don't make it a corn maze. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> <laughs> um... But anyway, we have been talking about Extreme Screen Park for nearly half an hour. So how long we planned this segment? We've still got like four events to go. Um, So the next one is Frightmare. um, And we started off Frightmare on the... I believe it was Caged. Yes, it it was Caged. Yeah, Yeah, this this was a very good one. I got a very good scare in this one. Uh, Top 10 maze, number nine. Um, Yeah, obviously my first time at at Frightmare. Um... It, as I said, it exceeded expectations and caged. It was it was a really good one to start off with. It was very good. I got a very good scare where I got charged down a corridor with a shovel with a guy with a shovel. Uh, almost floored me. Uh, Dan, I think you had to catch me in that bit, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the actors, they really, they do put their all into it. Yeah, they, caged, they don't sort is, of off. caged is insane. Like, caged is one of those mazes where the actors are basically told, just go mental. Like, like, don't don't even worry about being creepy. Just go mental. And that's what I like. Yeah. When someone stood in a corner just staring at you, yes, it's creepy, but... It's not scary. No, you... It doesn't make you... You just walk past them. Exactly, yeah. But if they're going insane and they're banging loud noises in, exactly, in your face yeah, and stuff, yeah. it's it just adds to it so much. Caged is... If you don't know, and I will go into a bit more detail with the Frightmare Mazes, as you guys have probably never really known about it too much... Caged is basically themed to a chemical weapon where these human-animal hybrids are basically competing in an arena to fight to the death, and you've been sent into this arena with them. And, yeah, I mean, those animalistic kind of things, they really come out. You've got gorillas, you've got monkeys, you've got, like, birds in the first section, and, yeah, it's just a really, really good maze all round. There's not a huge amount to say about it. I mean, it's not very long. Um, yeah, they're not very long. The theming area. isn't even that great. I mean, it's it's pretty much just hazmat area and some metal fencing. But you do get some really good, intense, sort of loud scares. Um. So, yeah, we love Cage. Cage is always up there. It's probably one of those mazes that didn't cost a lot, a bit, lot to build, but... It gives some really. They, they did they uh, well all across Frightmare. They did a good job of like obviously they they don't have massive amounts of resources, 
they have to keep it like they're quite limited as to what they can have but what they do have they really squeeze every last drop out of it yeah and they go the whole way with it and that's what's really good in all the mazes like but especially in cage i noticed the actors they always had some little gap to slip through yeah so when you think you're clear of them they can just slip through and then they're in your face again and also one of the best parts about caged for me is that final um that final tunnel you're walking through and the thing is guys you something that you've got to remember is in a lot of mazes 99% of mazes they use the darkness to get you not in caged caged is these bright luminescent white lights and you can see everything but you're still scared because these actors are literally hiding behind these white sheets that they just pull down and go over the top of these sheets it is so simple it's so simple they don't it's, even it's effective amazing yeah effective and that's that's it it's it's simple and effective and that's that's what i love about caged yeah no i agree with you um the next one we did was actually wonderland yes wonderland um it, it was very good it, um it, i think with the glasses especially it is it's a new element that i've never done before so it was really good to see that um it's essentially these glasses you put on and it makes sort of like bright vibrant colors sort of more 3d they sort of stand out at you yeah. so all the like the writing on the walls and everything or the lighting around you it sort of creates a new distorted environment that you're seeing yeah so that really it, it's a struggle to make your way around especially like tight corners and everything and the shrinking corridors was a favorite of mine because yeah. until, until until you start going through you don't realize it gets smaller at the end yeah it just looks perfectly normal so that one it's good and all the actors in there they, they do a good job and uh especially the chainsaw at the end where you're going through the, the claustrophobia bit. Yeah, I mean, something to mention as well, guys, is that I went to Frightmare twice this year. Um, the first time I did Wonderland, I was blown away. I've done Wonderland many, many times, but the first time I did it this year was actually the best run through I've had of it. The the uh, chainsaw at the end, I mean, I'm pretty sure my head got like... It, I, I was behind you. You got very close to you. Very, very close. close. It was like an inch if that i felt it like brush against my head but the second time i did it was really not good like i i had there were no scares that it, at all um so take that how you will i mean i had an i had a world-class run through and i had a really really poor run through well, it all just comes back to what we said at the beginning. Like They're always going to be different every time you do them. Yeah. They're, they're always going to be different. And I think Wonderland as a whole, the infrastructure of it and the theming and everything like that, fantastic. Really, really good. Um, but to me, uh, it, it always has been and always will be one of those mazes that is either very good or very bad. And for that, I'm going to have to put it as sort of like a five or six. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, still really good. Definitely something to check out. Um, the next one we did after that was Carvinal. Carvinal, yeah, um, it wasn't great. Personally, I didn't think it was all that. It's quite sort of like bottom five area on my list. If I remember rightly, I think I put it last. It is, it is quite low. It's like it's sort of like your traditional sort of clown maze, but it was it was lacking a lot of lack of actors. Second to last. Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't great. Lack of actors. The environment was a bit sort of. It was a bit too cliche. Like when you think clown circus sort of theme, you get the red white stripe balls. It, it's, it was just too cliche. That's the problem with the it. The thing is there with Carvinal... There was nothing Carvinal, that stood out. Yeah, the thing is with Carvinal, it is... It can work. The theme can work. The the whole fun fair circus theme. I mean, we've seen it. I, I know we haven't done it, but Big Top at Thorpe Park, that was... 
known to many as the best maze Thought Park I've ever done. And unfair funfair, I mean, I know it wasn't a maze, but it was it, the same vibe. It, say, it still had the same kind of general theme and it was amazing. But the, the new element in that was like, there's different to a maze. It's like, it's not just in one corridor you've got to go through like Carmen was. Like you have a set route and obviously unfair funfair, you literally have the entire space to walk around. So you're going to get scared, but you don't know where. But obviously, because you, you, you walk wherever you want, you've led yourself into the scare. Like, even just, like, a small element of that in Carvanel, like, a small, like, that on a smaller scale would have just made it a bit better. Yeah, the thing is with Carvanel is we... This is Carvanel's second year of operation. However, it first opened in 2019. Obviously, in 2020, Frightmare wasn't operational. They did the walk instead. But... Carvanel in its first year, and I don't know if I ever told you this, Nath, but it was it was kind of like a dungeon-style attraction. So you'd go into a room, and then you'd have... Uh, you know the first room in Carvanel with the guy who was like, roll up, roll up, and he was like the yeah, ticket like guy? Pre-show bit, yeah. yeah, that would be like a pre-show. And then you'd go into the coconut shy room, and that would be a pre-show, and then the bearded lady, and, and, and then you'd have the clown finale. But this year, you just walked through them, and it was very much shorter, and it didn't really feel like a maze. It felt like a scare zone. Yeah. So yeah, Carvanel not great. Um, Lowest performance from Frightmare for me. Definitely, it's the worst one at Frightmare. Not to say I was going to say not to say that it's bad. It is bad. It's not a very good maze. But but in comparison to the other mazes at Frightmare, it, yeah, it's not great. Frightmare is a very good event. Um, the next one that we did was the Hayride. The hero, yeah, this was this was a good one because I, I wasn't really sure what to expect. But obviously, you get in the you uh, you get in the train on the back of the tractor, and uh, and you go around and you see all these different scenes, which are actually it was was the twenty fifth anniversary or twentieth 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 anniversary of the the hayride. So I think this is, this was your idea to do, wasn't it? It was partially. I mean, I bought it up in the meeting. Yeah, bought, yeah. <laughs> so we can say it was your idea. Okay, you had the idea. It. Uh, I think you said it was the best scenes from all the past, from all the previous years it had been running. Yeah, it was a best of. It was kind of like yeah. a um, it was kind of like a celebration of the best hayride themes that there have been. Because if you don't know, guys, the uh, previous years, the hayride's been running since two thousand and two, um, and it it's been every year. It's like a different theme. Um, so you've had witches, zombies, um, uh, loads like monks and things like that. It just so happened that we decided that the finale, when you get off, would be monks this year. And um, I was absolutely blown away. I mean, it was a short finale. It was, it was very good, though. I got so many scares in that last section. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I remember Dan, Dan was behind me at this point, and we'd already gone through their sort of tunnel, and the, the two actors, they have, like, they're sort of... They're hidden in the two side walls. And all, all, all I got was, like, a hand out in my face, which... It really got me because like you, there's no ever, there's no hint that they're even there at all because it's so dark you can't see the holes. There's you have no idea they're there. So I got a little hand in front of me and, and that that really got me. And um, as I was making my way to the end to the end, I heard Dad scream, and he. <laughs> it turns out what happened was he, he turned around to look behind him, and by the time he turned back to face the same way again, both of these monks had stepped out right into his face, <laughs> and he didn't. He, he obviously didn't hear them. And I heard the scream when I turned around, and Dan was on the floor. He'd been <laughs> terrified. And yeah. <laughs> consider, considering, like, you had, like, you helped design that sort of, uh, that finale scene, I think it's quite... Yeah. It's, it's really fitting. It's, it's really fitting that you got that. It was, it was, 
it was just hilarious to see. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, thank you to Wayne, Kevin, Dan, and Troy because um, you guys did a great job in in there. And I know I've already told you multiple times, but yeah, you absolutely killed it. They did, yeah, they did very well. Um, the last maze we did at Frightmare was Seance. Oh yeah, sorry, we got the offering. I always forget that one, even though it is a classic. Um, yeah, so Seance was actually the next one we did. Seance, yeah, this is the one that's still in my top five, even with all the other events we did. I think the thing I love most about this one is the the general vibe you get in there. Like it's it's pitch black. There's smoke effects going on. The lighting obviously is like very dimmed. The music is just it's really creepy. Like obviously it's themed around like you're performing a seance. So the initials, I don't want to give too much away, but you're, the initial scene, like when you go in, you're sitting into the room, hands on the table, and that's like sort of like the pre-show sort of bit, but you've got an actor in there with you. I won't give away what happens in there, but it really got all of us. It did. Yeah. It really got us in there. And then you walk through the rest of it. You've obviously got the outdoor section, but it's the really narrow corridors and the whole vibe. You, you can't see where they're coming from. No. It, it had me on edge the whole way through. Like we, I think we did it twice that one, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and both of them were the same. I was just on edge the whole way around. I got some good scares in there. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, just, just to stay in the top five after like everything else we did as well. That I think that really says something. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah, definitely. It really does. It. We did a lot of mazes it this did, year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to stay up there, it did very well. Yeah, I'm very I, impressed with that one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Seance is great. It's been there for a long time, and a bit of background if you've ever been on Seance. Um, originally when it opened, Seance was the room with the table and that was it that was all that there was no maze it was just the room with the table yeah and funnily enough you can tell because that is one of my favorite scenes you've got this creepy girl and she's kind of like telling you all to move around the table and then you put your hands on the table and there's air cannons underneath and then the lights, the lights go out, out yeah. there's strobes it's really loud she has like a fit on the floor um and then you go through the house and the house is dank and creepy and dingy and it's it feels dilapidated and like disgusting. And you make your way out into the graveyard, uh, which has some really good scares in with some great smoke that, effects. That was, in, in the outdoor bit, it's similar to what I said about caves. They have so much room to slip in between places and yeah. come at you again. But you wouldn't see them move. You wouldn't see where they're going. Yeah. So that really adds to it as well. You think there's a lot more actors than there actually is, but because they're all jumping out in multiple places, like yeah, you think you're clear of them, but then you're not, and it just gets you again. And and there's like this really cool little crypt that people think is just theming, but it's actually a like somewhere they can hide and come out the other end. Yeah, they they do have a lot of very good hiding spaces in there. They do, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then you've got that final corridor where all the walls are like blood and guts yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. I, I cannot commend Seance enough. It's such an old maze and it's it's um it still lives up to it to this day. Um really, really love Seance. Um and then last of this event was the offering. Yeah, I, I did really enjoy this one. I think a lot of it is uh the smoke the heavy amount of smoke they had in there and the lighting. The actors they didn't need hider spaces because walking through the smoke you couldn't see more than what five or six feet in front of you yeah and they just appear through the smoke and then they disappear again like that effect worked really really well because it's it's not even an exaggeration when i say you you cannot see you cannot see as soon as they slip away into the smoke you can't see them at all there's no. no shadow there's nothing there is like a ridiculous amount of smoke like the whole the whole maze is just shrouded in smoke the whole thing 
but that's good. It, it works really well. Yeah, and you do get some great scares, and the theming is fantastic. Like, these vampiric sort of creatures that are lingering under the ground, like, really, really good. L- love, love offering. It's one of my favourites. It always has been. Um, I'm just, I'm just sort of, yeah, I, I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'm kind of used to it now, and that's why I'm, that's why it didn't get me as yeah, much as yeah. previous years. However, still a really good maze. If you've never done it, it will get you, 100%, 99%, 100%, it will get you, and um, yeah, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy it as much yeah. as we did. Looking forward to Frightmare next year. Definitely. The new location. Frightmare version 2. Um, It'll be a good one. Yeah, so let's move on to our third event of the year, which I believe was... Should we all... take a quick break? Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, I mean, our 30 minute segment has taken 43 minutes to do two events. So. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, what we're going to do, guys, we're going to cut that there. We're going to take a sort of five, 10 minute break, put a little, uh, put a little installation of music in, and then we will be back. Okay, so next up, we're going to be talking about the classic event that is Alton Towers Scarefest. Uh, this was Nathan's second. Second, yeah, second. And uh, this was my. <laughs> eighth Scarefest. And um, yeah, it was, it was something. Um, we never actually did. Darkest Depths last year. No, because it was um, it was closed the day we went, wasn't it? Well, the, we were there two days. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. operating the two days we were there. There were rumours that it had been flooded or something. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but um, it was definitely closed. So we never got to do it, and I never went the year before. It was the only year since twenty thirteen that I didn't go. So, we were looking forward to it, and it turned out, although it would it had been a family maze before. It was a very very good experience. It it was it was one of the best mazes, yeah. Um, I think it's still in the top ten on my list actually. But um, we were we were only in like a small group, weren't we? There was only like five of us. Yeah, Six. it can't have been more than that. So the batching obviously not an issue with that. So we got a lot of the scares. Um, the darkness of it in there it really added to it. Yeah. The the one guy I remember. Um, I still, to this day, do not know where he jumped from. But I heard him land next to me, and all I saw was like a silhouette, and it really got me. And then he vanished again. And like I said, I have no idea. I've never figured out where he came from. Because even when I look back, I you can't see him. He, they just have the perfect hiding spots, especially in yeah. Darkest Depths. I noticed it all throughout. They had the perfect hiding spots, and they could get you anywhere they wanted to. And then also you get the Kraken coming up, which is which is good. Yeah. But yeah, can like Dan said, considering it was like a, a family attraction the past like couple of years, it, it did a really good job stepping up to like what they class as a thrill attraction. It it really did a good job. I was a bit I was a bit taken back by it. Definitely, and I think the whole it, I think it's it's quite difficult to really pull off a pirate themed scare. It is. It's like it's like the clown thing. It's like a bit of a cliche Halloweeny yeah sort of theme. But they they did it really well. They they did do really well. To be fair to them, and it was one of the best themed. Uh, in fact, I think I would argue that it's the best themed maze at Towers. Second to, mm, actually, I don't know. The attic's pretty good. The attic is very well themed. Yeah. Yeah, 
It's up there. It's one of the best themed mazes in the country, and that's saying something considering Alton Towers is, is you know, home to some of the best mazes in terms of production quality. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think... I got as many scares as you did in Darkest Depths simply because I was behind you. Yeah, it, it does depend a lot on where you are. But the, the cracking at the end was great. Um, the guy who, you know, the, the sharp corners and the, uh, the the jump scares from out of the darkness, really, really good. The pre-show as well. The pre-show one, one was perfect. One thing that Towers did really well was the pre-shows to the mazes. They, they really sort of set the mood of what you're about to go into. It really adds to it. Like if if you were to go into any of those four mazes without the pre-show, it would it wouldn't quite be the same. It wouldn't. No, and I think tying that back to events like Frightmare, I think something and and this isn't a criticism as such. It's more. It isn't a straight up criticism. It's more of just a piece of constructive criticism. Yeah. If and I know at Frightmare because it's all in like barns. The the noise can leak, but if you actually have ever been to Frightmare. Um, the the uh, pre-shows, they're great. They're on screens, they're really good. However, they're very, very quiet and, and you yeah. really have to listen to them. And I think a, a big, daunting pre-show to set the mood and basically tell you that you're walking into your doom is one of the best parts. It I is, yeah, I love that. So yeah, towers do that really well. Um, the second maze that we did was Altonville Mine Tours. It was an interesting one because uh, I think it was it was my first maze at Towers, wasn't it? That we did last year. It was the first one we did. Um, I think it was my first scare maze overall. Actually, wasn't it was it? your first was, scare maze, yeah. yeah. So last year it was it was really good for me because it was intimidating. I already had that sense of like fear in me, and it just added to it. It was really good. Again, like the pre-show was was just brilliant, and the scares in there they were really good. Obviously, you're in the narrow minds. You have that daunting theme song just playing over you. It it it's. A, it's literally like a whole new environment. Like, Alton Towers in itself is a whole different place, like a whole new world. But when you go into the mines, you're like, it's like you're not at Alton Towers anymore. It's yeah. like you're just in a whole different place. Um, and then comparing it to this year, it was, it dropped down quite a bit. But a lot, like, yeah. I think you mentioned at the beginning, it's, it was mainly to do with the people, like the batching. Yeah. I mean, we were sent in with a huge group. Like, we thought we we thought we'd sort of got lucky being at the back of the group. There's already a load of people in front of us, the back of the group, and then two people showed up, and they're like, oh, yeah, come on, quick, hurry through. And we're like, okay, now this... this it's is... just a huge group, 12, 13 people. It's, like, it's just not going to be the same. The story of the maze is great. The theming of the maze is great. However, in my opinion, it's losing its soul a little bit. And it is, that's... It's the oldest one there, though, isn't it? Well, here's the thing, right? So, with Alton Towers, they tend to keep their mazes for three or four years. They'll have the odd maze that lasts one year. They'll have the odd maze that lasts two years. And then they'll have the odd maze, like, Terror of the Towers, which lasts, like, nine years, right? Yeah. But, Altonville Mine Tours, next year, will be six years old, which makes it the second oldest maze in terms of running length yeah. at Towers. And it's gonna. It's really sad to say it, but I think it's time to go. Yeah, it is. Like, you, you can't have a maze running for too long. But the tricky thing with like that one is like it's not like they've created a space for it. Like obviously, it's under the towers ruins. The space is there, and it is the perfect space for a mine sort of theme. Yeah, it's perfect. So it's got to be hard to like think of something new to because it's it's gonna be hard for them to find a new space to put a new maze. But at the same time, it's gonna be equally as hard to think of a new theme 
to fit into that area. Like the mine, the mine theme works perfect in that area. So I think, I'd, I'd argue that's why it's been there for so long because it is it's perfect for where it is. Yeah. But again, at the same time, it, it does need a bit of an update. They do need something new there. Yeah, I think they've you know, I think it's run its course now. I love Altonville Mine Tours and I always will, but I think it's kind of coming towards it, the end. It, yeah. Um. So yeah, there there is that, and then it'd be good to see a new one next year. Definitely, I think we do need to see a new maze at Towers. Um, I know Freak Show was a new maze, but it doesn't. This is gonna sound weird. I love Freak Show, but it doesn't feel like a typical maze. It doesn't feel like the rest of them, and so I know they added Freak Show last year, but I think they need a new indoor maze. Yes. Um. Which yeah. Um. Then we did the attic. Yeah, attic. This one um. Similar to Belvoir Extreme Screen Park, we mentioned we did it twice last year, and it was the exact same story. The first time we did it, it was it wasn't great. It was the worst of the bunch. Yeah. But the second time we did it, um, obviously we had a because of Darkest Depths being closed, we could use our ticket for another maze. So it was like, okay, the attic didn't do great, so we we gave it another shot, and it just it was incredible. It yeah. had us on the floor again. The devil scene at the end, we were just cowering in a corner. It was a whole different maze. Yeah. And um. But, this year it was it was good it was it, it wasn't as good it was just good yeah it 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 wasn't as good but it was still a good maze like again the batching i mean we keep saying the batching was an issue but obviously last year we had covid we were on our own going through it like, yeah they sent us through on our own so i think that's why we complain about the batching because we have experienced it without the batching issue but now it's there you notice it and it's just worse definitely i think i think that took away from it a lot especially the devil scene at the end like oh yeah the we didn't we didn't even see the devil, did we? I think I, think I saw him nip between parts, but he never came out. He never got us. Yeah. He never scared us. The thing is, when I went through the attic for the second time, I saw him run down a corridor towards me with his big horns and stuff, and it was horrifying. It was really scary. And I was expecting something like that this time, but nothing happened. And the thing is with the attic, the the part leading up to it, although I love that sort of Victoriana kind of ghost theme, I really do, I love that theme. It doesn't scare me. And I always get built up for the attic. The devil scene's coming. The devil scene's coming. Oh, we're going into the fireplace. This is where shit's about to go down. Yeah. But this year, it it didn't. And that's why I didn't like it as much. However, again... Not a bad maze, just... No, it's, it's still a very good maze. It's still very good. Just not as good as last year. And I think similar to Mindtools, taking part in the Towers Ruins themselves, that adds to it as well. It's not like... It's not like a like a scene they've made up just on a field somewhere. They've used the resource they have... Yeah. ...to give it more authenticity sort of thing. Yeah. It feels like you're in a mansion. Yeah, which exactly, you are. exactly. It, yeah, you, you are. Know. Like, you're in an attic. Like, it, you're not in, like, some made-up attic of, like, wooden planks or whatever. You yeah. are genuinely in an attic. Yeah. Which is, it just really adds to it. it Definitely. Um, and then our final maze was uh, Freak Show. Freak Show, yeah. This one last year took the top spot immediately. It did. And proud to say, after after uh, after Scarefest this year, it, it held its own. It defended itself and stayed at the top spot, which is very good. It's it's not there at the moment anymore because, <laughs> as we'll get on to, something else took over. But at that point, to stay in its top spot, it, it, it really says something. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got to bear in mind, like last year we did, we last year we did the walk, scarefest, and extreme screen park. Yeah. 
and it it was the top then, and it then was, we'd yeah. done Extreme Screen Park and Frightmare and Scarefest again, and it still it's, remained it's at the top. There. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, obviously this year they added the roof over the like. I think they um it was all outdoors last year, wasn't it? Yeah. It was all outdoors. So they added a roof over this year. There was a bit of a lack of actors. Yeah. In the first um in the first sort of section, but the ones that, that were there, they did a good job. I mean, yeah, definitely. You, you almost got hit in the head with a very big hammer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we made sure to distance ourselves. We were at the end of the group. We we left a lot of space between us, and that was turn, it. Turned out to be a very good call. Yeah. Because the chainsaw finale at the end is what really really. That's kept what it up made there. it good. Like. In my opinion, the colours and the lighting and the sound in the indoor, well, semi-indoor section was great. Not scary, but it was really, really good. But good God, that last yeah, chainsaw finale, finale it really got us. Like, so we- I ended up leaving you in there because I, I sprinted out. Because um, we were so far apart, we... Um, we were making our way out and we we're like, oh, okay, okay, we've missed the chainsaws, great, good stuff. Yeah. And and then some smoke sets in before the entrance gets there. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. We freeze and then the guy comes just charging at us through the smoke, chasing us far back into the maze. We, we actually nearly went, at the entrance. We like, went back into the indoor bit. By we quite we a were way. so far back, he just chased us in. And again, like caged and assailants, they had like the bits they could go through. Yeah. And they'd come around a corner and get us again. Like, you can hear the chainsaw, but you can't sort of picture in your mind where they're coming from. And, and they th- just got us so many times. And at this point, we ran back, and Nathan managed to dodge out of a sort of rat way. I, I, heard, I heard him coming, I was like, you know what, I'm out. Not and he ran, out. and then I I didn't manage to get through that bit. I went round the corner, and this second guy with a chainsaw came out. And, yeah, that was... that was. See, I, I didn't realise I'd left you until um, the guy on the door at the end says, oh, that was a bit cheeky. And I turn around, and I just see you running the other way, and I'm like, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Like, I, I honestly, I thought you were behind me, and I turn around, you're just still running. <laughs> yeah, fr- freak freak show was my favourite maze. But yeah, to, to stay at the top spot, it did a, it did a very good job. Really, really good. Very good job. And um, not to mention also Trick or Treat Town. Like I know it's not a maze, but it was a really nice attraction. It's a it's a good family one. Like to get everyone involved, it is. It's really perfect good. for families, and I'm not going to go too much into it because, quite frankly, it is literally just themed trick or treating. Um, but yeah, it's good and really, really enjoyable. The actors did a good job in there. They did. They, did. they were really, really good. <laughs> they were. They were loving it as well. You could see it. They were having a good time in there. Yeah. They're putting their all into it. That's something that actors at Scarefest do more than anywhere else. They do. They put their all into it. Definitely. Um, so yeah, Scarefest was a solid event. I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't our favorite of the year, but it definitely wasn't our least favorite, and we really enjoyed it. Um, the next one that I did that Nathan unfortunately had to miss out on this year was Fear at uh, Avon Valley in near Bristol and Bath, which isn't too far away from where we live. Um, I was fortunate enough to be invited down with Frightmare and Doug from uh, Fear invited us all down and gave us VIP tickets. So we got uh, unlimited maze entry, fast track, uh, access to the VIP bar. Felt like a real sort of solid um, night. And um, we started off doing Anarchy Live, which is kind of like a... It's themed to like a game show of death, uh, where you basically get sent into these quarters where you're basically just slaughtered by these people. And you get split up from your group and you have to go through on your own and there's like loads of really intense music and lights and there's chainsaws and stuff like that. 
and then you manage to actually break out of the arena and into the back rooms where they're doing all of the like production with like the CCTV and the 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 sets and things like that and um then you make your way out into the yard as you've escaped from the game and then this guy with a chainsaw is like right at the end and to be honest with you it was a really really good maze i'm not going to lie it was the joint second weakest of the night but it was still really really good um the second maze we actually did was house of clowns which again was the second joint um uh weakest of the night but it, again it was the first clown maze i've ever done where i actually truly felt on edge um it's just constant strobes constant jump scares loud music um loads of like it's just a massive sensory overload and again i would have given both of them like a seven out of ten and they were the worst ones um so yeah feel feel was great um we then went into x4 which is linked with vita nova which is another one of the mazes there i'll give you a bit of a rundown so you go into like this um laboratory and in this laboratory it is run by the uh the new the new ministry of great britain or the new resistance of great britain or something um and they make the pill known as vita nova which is the pill that the the people of the Republic uh, have to take. It's kind of like a, a, a hypno hypnosis kind of pill. And um, they say, but we've discovered something amazing and we've managed to control these beasts. And you see this beast and um, you go into this elevator, which like moves and shakes and really jolts you about. And you get, I just got really old school Terror of the Towers kind of vibes in there. And it was just a really nice throwback and with a great story, really good scares, um, which I loved. I would have given it like a nine out of 10. It's in my top five. Um, and then I did Vita Nova, which was ridiculous. Like Vita Nova was just insanity. You, you didn't see your group. You went through on your own. Um, they put you in these isolation cupboards where you were on your, on your own and they tell you to go out and then there was crawling sections and a slide and, and they were telling you that you need, they needed to look at your hands to make sure you weren't hiding your pills and they kept asking you whether you'd taken them and then there was like a big sort of strobe uh, smoke finale. It was very Smiler-esque, but it was just such a fantastic maze. 10 out of 10, definitely. Um, and then the final maze of the night that we did was Malefica, which is the new one for this year. And it's themed to a uh, abandoned church that had been having a restoration project done on it. And it was uh, haunted by the spirits of the Sisters of Mercy. And um, I, when I say that it was genuinely, I, I'm gutted that Nathan couldn't experience it. And we will be we will be doing oh, yeah, it next we'll, we'll year. We'll do it next year. Um, but it was the best themed maze of 2021. Some fantastic scares. I don't know if you recall earlier on in the podcast, but we were talking about the finale of the village and how they missed an opportunity by doing the pews without pe like like dummies and fake people on them. They did that. Malefica did that. They had real people amongst dummies to make you think that they it was safe to walk past. And there was there was a scene where all of the nuns went were like chanting, and then it started to go a bit strange, and the lights changed to red, and they started like curling backwards and having like a proper like possession kind of thing it was it was amazing Malefica got a solid eight or nine out of ten really really good I know I've kind of rushed through fear fear but don't think that that's because it's not worth my time it is probably my favorite or second favorite event of the year 
Um, but um, since Nathan didn't go, I, I kind of just want to skip past that bit for now and go on to our next event, which was Fright Nights. Yes, Fright Nights at Thorpe Park. Now, it was a new one for both of us. We've never done it before. And obviously this year they had the introduction of um, trailers. Yeah. The new maze, which is, it was incredible. The concept of it was just so beautifully done. Yeah. It's such an original idea. Um, for those of you who haven't read up on it, the um, you go into the cinema, uh, the cinema. Super Spark Cinema. That's, yeah, Super Spark Cinema. And you've got all these posters up with the different trailers of films and you essentially live through the trailers. So it's not like... It's not like one specific theme. You go like a, you go through a bunch of different themes. Like you've got the clowns, then you've got um, is it the surgeon? Yeah. And then you go through the dolls. Again, missed opportunity. We'll we'll pick up on that. Yeah. But and then that there's one, like the Volk, the throwback to Vulcan Peak, which was a maze that used to yeah. be at Thought Park. And uh, that one for me, at the time, it it was near the top spot. I think I think it took number two at the time we did it. Yeah. It didn't quite beat Freak Show. Uh, it's dropped to number six. Obviously, some of them we've already been over. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was the clowns, the ones that really got me. Like they're jumping out of the boxes. That that scene really got me. Um, <clears throat> I think the main thing I want to speak about is the doll room. Yeah, definitely. The the, the huge missed opportunity. It's, Seven um, dolls. Essentially, a corridor you walk through, uh, glass cabinets either side of you with life size dolls, and. I think I'm pretty certain I could see curtains behind them. Like, I feel like they they do have actors that come through. I feel like we may have missed out on it if they do. Yeah. But if if they don't have actors in those bits, it is a huge missed opportunity because it was the creepiest room. Do- by far. Dolls in general, they're like I've, I've, I only sort of discovered this over doing like Halloween events here. But dolls, they are, they just creep me out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't scare me, but they are just creepy. Like especially the one we had on the uh, the Horrorwood Hayride at Trailers following us. Like yeah. I think we offended her. Like she didn't come on the trailer. Like I'm pretty sure she heard me saying, "Like <laughs> she comes on the trailer, she's getting booted." Like, but they they creeped me out. It was horrifying, but it creeped me out as it was. But yeah, they missed a huge opportunity not having anyone. Come yeah, out of I'm I'm inclined to agree. I mean, trailers was f- it, it was fucking great. Like I'm I'm not even gonna like sugarcoat it. It was so good. Um, the finale at the end as well. Yeah, the I mean, finale was. There. I mean, we did get we got chased out of the maze. We. We were in that room for what twenty seconds, yeah. And we, the, he just sent, he just chased us out. It was terrifying. Yeah, and, um, uh, it's just that doll room, man. Like that, that. It, it was, it was creepy as it was, but a huge missed opportunity. Like it could have been so much better. That's what yeah. would have dragged it from a nine to a ten. Yeah, I, I, I love trailers. Really, really good. Um, for its first year as well, it performed. Very yeah, well. yeah, definitely. The only downside that I had to it was we got through it quite quickly. Um, we, we, it, it, it wasn't necessarily a short maze, but we were sort of ushered through it quite quick. Like the actors were kind of trying to move us through quite quick. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, still a really good maze. And that probably moves us on to the second maze of the day, which was my favorite at Fright Nights. Yeah, mine too. Which was Creek Freak Massacre. Yeah. Um. I love a good chainsaw in a maze. Yeah, me too. I, lo- I love a good chainsaw <laughs> in a maze. Like, whether it's as a finale or just midway through, like, you can't beat them. And obviously, Creek Freak, the theming, obviously, it's sort of, you already know there's going to be chainsaws in there. Yeah. And the finale is one of the best finales. Yeah, I, I'd I don't want to say the best. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Oh, God, yeah. No, but I just yeah, really... <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, one of the best. Um, all the strobe lighting. 
the chainsaws, the chain link fences. One and of them, also, it was just so hard to see in there. It like, was very difficult to see in there, yeah. And um, yeah. the actors, I want to say they seemed careless with the chainsaws, but like they are just swinging them around. Yeah. And how they see in there, I don't know. So like one of them got very close to me. Yeah. With the chainsaw, like swinging it around the corner, right by my legs. Like I'd imagine that is the intention, but it the vibe it gives off where they've been completely careless with it, it really, really adds to their theme and all It bit. adds to the whole, they are just freaks. that They are, that, they're just going crazy in there. Yeah. And um, we were watching <clears throat> afterwards, we were watching people come out, and the, one of the actors, they're chasing people all the way out the door, down the ramp, around the corner. They're going, they're, they're literally going the whole nine yards. They're going yeah, the whole yeah. way. They don't want to leave, they don't want to miss anything out. And No. It's like, it's, they were giving it their all, they were. Yeah, and also not to mention, like, the theming in general, like, the, the fact that, you feel like you're in a sawmill. You yeah. f- you feel it. It feels like you're in a sawmill in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in this in the middle of America, and you can just uh, whilst you're in there, you could imagine you're surrounded by big fir trees and like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and that's what I love. It 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 feels like you're in this shacked up place, and you've just it's just you and these this family of hillbillies that just want to fuck you up like that exactly, that's what yeah. it feels it like that's and how it should feel like though that is y- exactly y- how you want to feel in a scare maze yeah especially one of that theme yeah and so yeah i gave that a 10 out of 10 i think that's third in my list uh it's uh number five yeah it's top five number five on mine yeah i, I so, love yeah. creek freak over, over the ones we've done that's very good performance definitely um and then our final maze <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, platform 15, <laughs> end of the line. There is no easy way to say this. It's the worst maze we've ever done. Yeah. There's no easy way to say it. I mean, it is its last year. It's been announced it'll be going off this year, which yeah. I want, I'm going to say good riddance. It sounds like it'd be horrible, but yeah. it, it, it was awful. It was. <laughs> it was so bad. It was, I mean, obviously we mentioned, like Dan mentioned earlier, we had to leave before it even got dark to move on to our next event. But I feel like it would have been a little bit better at the dark in dark. Yeah. But it wouldn't have made a huge difference. It wouldn't. No. It felt more like I think we said it when we were there. It was. It's a scare zone. It's not a maze. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've got the priest. The priest show is good. Like you love the theming of it. You like yeah. that sort of style of theming. The priest show is good as you're being led through it. Um, but the actors in there and the whole thing itself. It's just a long stretch. There's you're just walking all the way down it. The actors don't do anything. No, they, they kind of just stare at you. They bang, occasionally bang on the fence. Bang yeah. the fence, yeah. You're not scared at all. No, it like, really it, And it's guess. all outdoors. Obviously, with it being a bit darker, it might have helped the actors hide a bit. Yeah. But when it's... Yeah, th- there isn't a nice way to say it. It's bottom of the list. Worst yeah. things I've done. I'm going to have to say that as well. Like, it, it doesn't... It, it makes me sad as well because I've heard good things about previous years of Platform 15, but I just think, personally it really overran its course and I would have preferred them to d- do another maze. I I didn't... I went into it with high expectations and I came out with real low... See, I went so, in with low expectations. Like, yeah. See, I, I, I wasn't expecting much from it, but even then, I was still, like, madly let down. Yeah, and another thing to mention is that you get to this final bit and they make out that there's going to be a finale. Yeah, um, yeah. And there really is. <laughs> there, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing there. Like, they say, they say, oh something about you've come to the end of your tour across platform 15 and the railway line where we lost the train and and then they're like but some of the spirits are still lurking or whatever and you go in and then there's an actor that's doing the exact same thing as what the ones previously were doing just a little bit more over exaggerated and that's it and then it's the end and um yeah it it wasn't great (laughs) yeah um 
Yeah, it's a shame. The only thing that that I do want to mention quickly about Thought Park before we move on to our final event is the Crows of Morkin Meadow. Um, It's literally just hay bales and people dressed up as scarecrows, but that was scarier than Platform 15. Yeah, it outperformed Platform 15. Um, Like, the crows were really good, and especially considering we did it in the day um, and we still had more scares i mean at night i can imagine the crows would be really creepy um but yeah generally thought part was good it lacked a bit of atmosphere it had two great mazes one terrible maze and then also some shows which we didn't actually manage to watch because we had to leave early to get to tully's yeah i'm excited to see what they replace platform with though next year yeah me too if they can top like trailers always been a new one if they can top trailers they're 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 on a good one yeah, I mean, trailers, Creek Freak, and then a maze that's as good as those two would yeah, be. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be contending for the top spot in terms of events yeah. as a whole. But no, they, they did really well. Because it was our first one, I think we came out pretty pleased with it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, and I did enjoy myself. We had a nice mixed grill afterwards. A lovely meal afterwards, yeah. <laughs> but then um, we took like a sort of 45-minute drive it's down to... 45 to an hour. Yeah, yeah 40, to, to Crawley, uh, an event that... Funnily enough, we weren't planning on doing... Um, Until, was it like, what, a couple of days before? Yeah, a couple of days before we booked tickets, and um, it turned out to be the f- the best Halloween event we've ever done. It was incredible. It's nothing like we were expecting. Well, we didn't know what to expect, but it, no. it is, like we said at the beginning, it's it's huge. It's just yeah. massive. It is next level. Like It's so big, so professional. Um, the whole wastelands arena with the fire show and the huge signage and stuff it is just in- incredible like they've absolute... really sort of captured the halloween atmosphere there yeah they've definitely really, they've nailed it um our first maze was actually the least scary one on their website with the least scariest scare rating it was the creepy, creepy cottage, cottage yeah. very very comparable to seance in my opinion yeah no i'd agree with you on that they are very similar like not not in they are just a generally generally very similar sort of maze um i'd say seance was better but creepy cottage had better theming yes would you would you no, agree? Yeah, I'd agree well the theme in the uh, Tully's in general was just it outperformed anything pretty much anything yeah, yeah. You, know, you can you can say that easily yeah no um creepy cottage was good i mean there's there's not an awful amount to say about it it was just a typical haunted house um but we got some good scares and it was a really nice one to start the night on um because we knew that if we're going to go through any of them if we went through the least scariest one first and we enjoyed it we were in for a good night and boy were we right like creepy cottage was still quite quite jarring yeah um but then we did uh, uh the, the cellar. cellar yeah the cellar was a very <laughs> good one i know you you've really enjoyed this one you? you loved it i'm gonna say something guys and this is gonna be a big statement um so i did terror of the towers back in 2014 that was the first year i really started doing scare mazes properly I was 13. And Terror of the Towers was my number one maze. And when I say Terror of the Towers, I'm referencing Terror of the Towers, What Lies Within. That was my favourite maze. 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. And then nine months of 2021. And then I did The Cellar. 
and the seller beats it, which is insane. Like I, it's similar to the to Icon taking out the smiler. Isn't yeah, it? the to, seller to is break something that's been at the top for that many years. Yeah, it really sort of says something. The seller was unbelievable. Like it was so long, and there were so many jump scares, and the theming was. It felt like you were going into this dirty cellar with loads of creatures in it and it just went on and on and on and on and there was so many good scares and strobes and everything anything everything that i love in a maze was embodied in in the cellar and the cellar is going to be my favorite for a long time i think um it was my favorite um it let, let me put it this way if the cellar hadn't have been there the next maze that we did would have also overtaken Terror of the Towers. Yeah, uh, Wastelands Penitentiary. Now, this 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 is the one that took my top spot, okay? So, Freak Show's at the top. Um, obviously, it hasn't been there. I haven't been doing this as long as Dan has, so it was only there for uh, a year. Yeah, but the thing is, Nath, like, me and you haven't done... The only Halloween event that that I've done that you haven't now is Fear. It's Fear, yeah. But you've also done the mazes that have been at other events for previous <coughs> years. Yeah, 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 that's true. But yeah, Freak Show's at the top uh, last year. It defended its title this year. And then we go through Wastelands Penitentiary. And it's similar to Ash Hell at uh, Extreme Scream. Yeah. I think it's the prison sort of theme. It's very intimidating. They've got the same metal music. I must say, I must say, not only was that queue very long... It was, yeah, it was a long queue. But it was also perfect because it built the atmosphere so much. Nathan, I've never seen him like it. He was just so on edge. He, I've never, he, he was sort he went quiet because of how nervous he was. You don't, you don't quite like, you can't, it's hard to explain it until you're in there in that queue line waiting, until you listen to everything going on around you, looking at everything. It really gets you. It's very intimidating. It is very intimidating. And yeah. You're going through it and it's. It's like, you're, I was on edge the whole time, but what I really want to speak about, right, is the finale at the end. I'd argue, it, I think it is the best finale I've ever done in a maze. I think it is what took it to number one. It was, it was something else. Like, I remember we went through one of the cells, and I caught a glimpse of it through the door. There's a strobe light in, chain link fences. I saw a couple of actors, and I was like, okay, this, this is good. It looks good. Um, but what I didn't realise is we walked through the door. And that room with all the fences and the strobe lighting was absolutely massive. It was, it was huge. huge. Easily more than ten actors in there, yeah. just roaming around freely. And it you had was... to make your way around from like side to side in like different cells. Yeah, you were like zigzagging between the main room, the main corridor and the cells. But and, yeah. And then at one point you got out of one of the cells and you're taken into like the sort of middle section of the strobe lighting room. Yeah. Which is just like a whole a whole open section. Actors in there with you and they are just loose in there with you. Yeah, they they are just completely loose in there. And the thing You've is, get you, you get in, you get into the maze, and they say, "There's been a security breach, and all of this, all of the prisoners have been released from their cells." And it felt like it. It felt yeah, it, it, it did, felt yeah. like you were walking through a prison, and the prisoners have been set loose. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Uh, I remember turning around one of the cells, came around the corner, back into the room with all the strobe in, and I think it must have just been perfect timing. So I think an actor was about to come around the corner at the time. Yeah. And we sort of just met in the middle. And I, I lost it. I was terrified because it had the mask on as well and everything. It was just perfect timing. It just really added to it. And the amount of actors in there. Yeah. You see all the other guests walking around. 
the struggle it just it is the most intense finale i think is a word yeah that that, that's through. that's the that's it's the, very intense if there's it? one one maze that springs to mind when you say intense it's, it it's is, wastelands. It is wastelands yeah it, yeah really really intense yeah th- no doubt it took the number one spot easily um and then what did we do after wastelands i believe it was horrorwood i think yeah it was hayride yeah um Obviously, yeah, a hayride is good. Comparing it to um, the uh, haunted hayrider frightmare, like going round and seeing all the different scenes, the scenes were better. They had a better production level. Like, yeah, obviously, Tully's been a bigger scale event. They could, they had more they could play with. The hay- the actual hayride tra- like tractor trailer section of Horrorwood was better. It was incredible. They had all the moving parts, like the the signs that are gonna fall on top of you, the spider that drops down, yeah, and all of the actors and the doll. Yeah, the doll. Uh, she just came out of nowhere. And the nuns. The nuns, the very weird nuns. Who started, like, twerking. <laughs> and dropping and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, do- the doll was, it really got me, like, she ran out of the road, ran out of the woods, started following, but she was doing, like, really, like, robotic run. So yeah. like, she really got into character for it, and it was horrifying. She didn't come on the trailer. Like I said, I think we may have offended her. <laughs> like, with what we said. But the thing that, the reason Horrorwood isn't as good as the Haunted Hayride at Frightmare is because there is no finale like there is. Yeah. As soon as you've done all those scenes, you're straight back and you're getting off and that's it. Obviously, Frightmare, they had the scene at the end. Yeah. That's what really made it. Like, you don't get off thinking like, okay, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Whereas at Horrorwood, you do, you get off, you're like, okay, that's it. It was still yeah. very good though. It was a very good, like, a Hayride, it's such a good concept. I am I am a fan of Hayrides. It's just, I like I said, I prefer the one at Frightmare. They, I think, yeah. After doing one with and without a finale at the end, they, I think I could say they do need a finale at the end. Yeah. Um, if Horrorwood had a finale at the end, then I would rank it above. It, it would, the... yeah, it would be higher. Um, but um, yeah, and then and then um, what what comes after that? What did we do? I think it might have been Helmets. No, it was Twisted. No, yeah, it was Clowns. Clowns. Helmets one of the last. I think Helmets was the last one. No, it wasn't. Oh uh, yeah, Twisted Clowns. Like yeah, it's it's your average clown maze. You get given the same glasses we had in Wonderland. Yeah. Which uh, which is good for a clown maze. Or something or like really bright sort of theming and all the luminescent stuff, but yeah, it is. It was just sort of a typical clown maze. The thing is, with clown mazes, they tend to be a little bit silly. And obviously, I had a clown asking if I was single and things like that. Yes, yeah, and that, yeah. um, it's like for me, it's less scary and more of a laugh. Yeah, yeah, but um, um, you can you can pack a lot of theming into a clown maze. Like you can you can do so much in there with a theming. Yeah, and I think that's what makes them pretty good. Yeah, um, the thing is, I know that seems like a really short segment for Twisted Clowns, but it was just a clown maze. Yeah, there's not much else to say about it. Nothing really stood out about it. No. I still think it was a very good maze. Like, it is near top ten on mine. I thought it was really good. Yeah. But, like, there was no sort of, like, standout elements. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, yeah, there weren't any sort of standout. It was It was good. It was better than Carvanoi, and it was better than um, Wonderland. But yeah, it, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was just a clown maze. It was just, just a clown maze, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we did... Elements. Elements, a weak one. It was. It was. It it made it made Hoodie Voodoo made Elements look terrible. Obviously, yeah, the hooded maze, but the entire thing was hooded. Yeah. Um. Not much really going on. I think the most that really went on was like the temperature changing. Obviously, it's themed around like the four elements. Now, the thing is, I'm not. I don't know if there were any actors in there. Simply because the group that we were with were screaming and making like laughing and making jokes and stuff, so I couldn't tell whether the screams were actors or the the group behind us. It did ruin it a lot. They did ruin it. 
not just for us, but I'd imagine everyone around them as well. Like, yeah, they sort of took away from it. If the actors were in there, they didn't give us any scares because the group behind us were just like exactly, making yeah. jokes and stuff. So, yeah, so I think all we got in there was like was just the temperature changing. Like you think, oh, okay, temperature change, something's about to happen, and nothing happens. Yeah. And then you take it off, and you're like, is that it? Is and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like there's nothing more to it. It is the weakest at Tully's. I'll be honest. Yeah, it is the weakest at Tully's. And then and then finally, um, wrapping it all up, we did um, the the village coven of thirteen. Now let me just give you guys a bit of a heads up. We didn't do chop shop and the island, um, because we just didn't have time. Um, we it was a very busy event. There was a lot of queues. There was a lot of people. So um, those are the ones we'll probably head to first when we go there next time. It is a shame because chop shop I was really looking forward to. Yeah. I was really looking forward to that. It is a shame, but it, it is what it is. Like, it's, it's not going anywhere, I hope. I can't see chop shop leaving and the island is new. So um, next year we will head straight to those. But for now, the village of th- uh, the, the village coven of 13, sorry. Um, it wasn't great. I no. Think some of the scenes were good, but there there is so much more potential to it. Like, it was more... I feel like it was more a theatrical experience than a scare experience. Yeah. Because, like, the theming was good. You obviously got the claustrophobia bits and all the smoke. And with the light, you know, it's, like, it's levelled off. Yeah. Similar to what was in the, um... Uh, Hoodoo Voodoo with the smoke bit. Yeah. And they can reach their hands up and they're all hidden under the smoke. Like, that bit's good, but they don't... They don't really scare you in there. No. I'd say the story's great. Um, the theming's great. The whole witch thing is great. But it's not very scary. I think the thing is with Tully's... The event itself is world-class, like genuinely world-class. Like When I say this, I mean take into account all of the Halloween events that are in the world. Tully's is one of the best. It's up there, yeah. However, they're very polarising in terms of the mazes because you've got those mazes that are like... You've got those mazes that are like... Um, um, wastelands, the Sanna, um, uh, and like... I've just completely gone out of my head. Like Wasteland, Cellar, um, even even really like Creepy Cottage and, and things like that. That really, really good, solid mazes. But then you've just got those couple that are like put you in there. sort of got like one extreme to the other. Yeah. Like, like ha- you've got a whole range of mazes that some are just really terrifying, incredible experiences and some are just like a bit of a walkthrough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, the village covered a 30. It was good. Um, much like... Um, much like um, I don't know, the village like it was it, theatrical. It wasn't scary. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Definitely one to do, but not one to put in your top ten. I think. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, that wraps it all up. I mean, yeah, those that's... are that's every maze that we did this oh, year. That's Halloween this year. Yeah. And um, next year, we've got so much more to do. I mean, we're gonna hopefully do um some more events that we've never done before like Walsall Scare Maze and uh, Doctor Frights and uh, Scare Kingdom and York Maze and all of these different places that we haven't been to yet that we've still got loads to experience so yeah I hope you enjoyed hearing about our Halloween we're just gonna uh, wrap up by telling you about a few of the uh, things that we're gonna be doing next year and then uh, we will be signing off Yeah, so uh, next year we have so much planned for Coaster Pal, the podcast, the Instagram, everything. Um, we were lucky enough to get annual passes this well, the season just gone, and we have milked them dry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so much, so much money, 
Um, Probably too. Yeah, so, so much. honestly, so much money from discounts, tickets, everything. We've done so much, and I am incredibly grateful, not just um, to do these things, but also for Nathan coming along, driving us everywhere. Um, you know, my mum and my girlfriend for getting the passes, everything like that is really, really, really good. Um, and they keep our hobby alive and everything that we like to do. Um, next year, we've got some really good trips planned. I mean, Halloween's Halloween's something that we're going to have to come up with soon. We're but... looking to do... A... Obviously, this year we did the the Merlin Attractions Tour. Yeah. Which is a, we touched on briefly. Yeah. We did a, we used our passes to go around. There's a Merlin Attractions across the country. We want to try and make it an annual trip, but change the theme each year. Yeah. So we want to do a Halloween one. Yeah. I know you... We briefly looked at, or you briefly looked at events that we could do and sort of mapping it out. Definitely, yeah. Obviously, it takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot, a lot of planning. I think, how long was the last one in the works? for? Well, like a good few months. Yeah, we started planning it in sort of like October, October November, November yeah. And then, then we, we didn't go till May. May, yeah. It, yeah, they t- it took a lot of planning to do. So obviously, we'll need a lot of that time again. Definitely. But yeah, something we're looking forward to. I think the one thing that I'm looking forward to, which you probably agree on, is Icon. Yeah. And then you update... That is so something that's really going to stand out. probably going to be one of the out. first things we do. Yeah, we need to really get out there and do Enzo ASAP. Yeah, it probably will be one of the first things we do. I'm not waiting three years again. <laughs> no, nah, we'll, we'll get out and do it as soon as, as soon as they're open again for the new season. And then it's just going to be like general sort of... Uh, just getting out and getting about. Getting out, doing all the events again. Yeah. Like, um, obviously, it towers Mardi Gras if it goes into its second year. Yeah. Um, I imagine it will. It, it did really yeah. well. Um, getting getting maybe a few parks in that we haven't been to like um, Fantasy Island, Pleasurewood Hills, Flamingo Land. Yeah. Um, yeah. maybe getting down to Portons to do uh, Storm Chaser, the spinning coaster there. Um, loads and loads of opportunities, and then hopefully at some point we're going to be getting out to Europe. I'm actually being fortunate enough to go out to Spain this year to do Port Aventura, so I'm going to finally get to be able to do a B and M hypercoaster in Shambhala. Um, obviously Red Force, which is 360 feet tall um which is something that i'm really looking forward to but yeah i mean there's so many different things that we have um coming up um that we will keep you updated with obviously with the photography side of things on instagram if you haven't um please do check us out i mean at coaster pal on um instagram and if you are uh aware of our instagram then you're probably here because of it and uh yeah we can't thank you enough i mean we're going to be posting uh, podcasts, hopefully, uh, sort of bi-weekly, every couple of weeks. Maybe, yeah, we won't be as heavy through the off-season. Yeah. Um, we, we know there will be loads to talk about. Yeah, but... Um, but as soon as the season starts back up again, probably weekly. Yeah, definitely. And, not a couple of times. Yeah, and every time we sort of go on a trip, we can always have a chat. And maybe maybe they won't be as long as this particular episode, but um, we will be keeping you guys updated um, on our plans, our trips, and um, hopefully you can follow us for the ride. But until next time, um, and we're not quite done for this season yet, are we? We still got Alton Towers Christmas. Oh yeah, of course. Obviously, there's not loads going on in terms of like rides and stuff. But obviously, they got their new Christmas market this year that we want to get down to. Yeah. Mainly for Spinball. Yeah. Which will, which will be open. We will be milking Spinball. We, we love a good ride on Spinball. But um, yeah, something new that we're looking at. Just just to see just to see what it's like. Really. Yeah. Just to see what it's like. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to figure out a date for that. Isn't get it? into Towers Christmas. Potentially, if we both have the time off, we're gonna head down to um, Chris Massacre at um, at uh, Walsall Scare Maze. 
It's only about an hour away from us, so uh, we'll, we hope that we can sort of keep a little bit of Halloween with us through to the new year. Um, but yeah, uh, we really hope that you've enjoyed listening. Um, we've enjoyed it. I mean, it. this has been, what, like a nearly... Probably near two hours. Two hour yeah. long episode. But um, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it. Hope we haven't bored you too much. And um, we will be back for the next episode soon. We're going to draft up a few things that we want to talk about. Maybe go in more depth about some news about theme parks in worldwide. We can talk about our opinions. And maybe, potentially, from doing that, you guys and us can learn more about the uh, coastal world. Um, so, yeah, I've been Dan, joined with Nathan. And, um, yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we sign off? No, I think we've just about wrapped it up. Perfect. Like perfect review of Halloween. Excellent. We'll see what's in store for the future. We've got a lot coming up. So, yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening.